Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast. 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined with 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Polaris. Today, we're going to recap the 49ers 37-34 win over the Las Vegas Raiders. First of all, Lindsay, I've got to know what Allegiant Stadium is like. It looks like a lot of the faithful made it out to cheer the Niners on New Year's Day. Yeah, I think no surprises as usual. The 49ers fans travel well. The faithful were rocking their red on New Year's Day. Uh, And visually, it looked as if it was predominantly 49ers players. But I actually think what Kyle Shanahan said was true. It looked like a sea of red. But I will give it to the Vegas Raiders fans. They were very loud. So I think it was kind of a back and forth on the field and a back and forth uh, from the fans in the stands because I think the the Raiders fans match the the faithful pretty well. I I have to say, like, the the acoustics in that place were kind of wild. It's definitely one of the louder environments in the NFL. And, of course, just to speak to the stadium, definitely a state-of-the-art facility, uh, natural grass, which I think everybody was happy about. Um, So, yeah, just a very, very cool stadium for sure. And glad that the 49ers got their first win at Allegiant Stadium. The faithful who did make it out to Vegas were in for a treat because this was a nail-biter, don't-look-away game. Tell me about what the team's emotions must have been like in this back-and-forth game. Yeah, I think everybody's heart rates were (laughs) pretty high for this game. Uh, Just so such a back and forth, um, a thrilling overtime win for sure. Uh, I was actually on the sidelines because uh, I headed down for normally when our postgame interview would happen and the game went to overtime. So got to spend a little bit of time uh, on the sidelines. And, you know, as I'm sure their heart rates were, were pretty high and emotions were high, there was a very cool, calm collectedness to the team. Um, We heard a lot of players talk about it. These are the games that you live for. Obviously, everyone likes to, you know, win by 30 points and, you know, just cruise past opponents, but not realistic for the NFL with so much talent. So I think it was great for the guys to just really prove themselves because it was a really high stakes game uh, for the 49ers and they were able to pull off the win. And just a lot of confidence on that sideline. So I'm sure it was a little nerve wracking, but they they felt very confident in the talent and the team that they have. And I mean, you saw it pulled out the 37 to 34 overtime win at Allegiant. Tight end George Kittle said it best himself. Here's his reaction to the 49ers pulling off a win in overtime. I mean, I love winning by 30 points. But, I mean, check your pulse, man. It's the NFL. It's football. I mean, that's what you live for. Those moments where you go out there and those moments that, you know, define your team. You want to win in every single way possible, no matter, you know, what the situation is. Put the pressure on. It's way more fun. Um, you love that stress because just, you're just going to see the guys that are in the huddle. You know, it's, I think it's, it's a lot easier to, when you're up 20 points. You know, you're like, okay, hey, we just got to take care of us. Our defense playing at a high level. Like, we're good. Like, just don't turn the ball over. But when it's just going back and forth, back and forth, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a good time. All right, so diving into this game, the 49ers were playing from behind for the majority of the game, but finally took it away in overtime. Looking back at the 49ers' record so far and their nine-game win streak, this game was probably one of the toughest to fight for because the Raiders were able to answer back to each score. 
A few of the players talked about it after the game, but what was the importance of winning a close game like that? It's kind of what we touched on earlier. You know, you want to cruise past your opponents and the 49ers have been fortunate enough and talented and been playing so well that in these past nine games, it's been mostly, um, I don't want to say easy victories, but really, really uh, resounding wins for the 49ers. This is definitely the toughest test they face. This is the first time that, you know, rookie quarterback Brock Purdy has faced a deficit um, heading into that fourth quarter. It's the first time the team has been down at the half since week 10 versus the Chargers. And as you're gearing up for the postseason, just having that battle test is very, very good. And that's kind of what we heard from Kyle Shanahan and all the players as they came up to the podium to really just know what you're made of. You want to pass a test like this, and especially for a rookie quarterback just who doesn't have a lot of experience in general. He's only had five appearances and now four starts. Being in this very tight contest is just great experience. Game reps that you just can't replicate in practice. Um, so I think headed into, you know, potentially, uh, you know, uh, well, we'll see where we land in the playoffs, but headed into the postseason, it's just great experience for the entire team, for Brock Purdy just to get the reps and for the team to get a little jolt right before um, it's some really high stakes football. Here's what running back Christian McCaffrey had to say about the importance of winning a close game. You never know when you're going to be in one of those games again. You know, Obviously, you want to blow every team out, but that's not realistic in this league. And uh, you, know, you need to be battle tested. You need to have your back against the wall um, so you know how to respond, so you can figure out and find ways and, and have experience under pressure. I think that's uh, the biggest thing going into the playoffs, and a lot of these guys have a lot of experience in those games, so it was uh, good that we got it. Now, hearing from McCaffrey, let's talk about how instrumental he was in this game. He had a big day against the Raiders. Tell me about how much of an impact he's had on this offense. I think it is no coincidence that in the games that McCaffrey has played a significant role, which is the past nine games, the 49ers are undefeated. Uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey is an absolute force, 193 all-purpose yards from him. Uh, he had six catches for 72 yards through the air on the ground, 19 carries for 121 yards and a touchdown. Um, and he just, he helped set up a couple scores as well. You cannot replicate what Christian McCaffrey brings to the offense. Um, such a great veteran leader, uh, and the 49ers are a better team with him for sure. And it just seems like he's integrated so quickly, not just into the offense, but into the locker room as well. Uh, one thing that I've noticed about this team, and it, it's great to see all around, is that no matter how many playmakers you have on this team, there are absolutely no egos. It is absolutely a team first group of guys and McCaffrey fits perfectly into that. And I think for him, the goal is let me just see what I can do to help the team. And, and you need that type of mentality when you're hoping to have a very long postseason run. So I think everybody's very, very happy to have Christian McCaffrey as a 49er. Yeah, head coach Kyle Shanahan said that he's very happy that McCaffrey's on San Francisco's side. But looking at the other side of the ball, the 49ers defense entered the contest as the number one defense in the league. 
The Raiders managed to score 34 points against the unit and force the 49ers into overtime. How were the Raiders able to push back on the 49ers defense? Yeah, so I think definitely the 49ers were very aware of the obvious playmakers, you know, the Devontae Adams, the Josh Jacobs, who leads the NFL in running, uh, in rushing yards. Uh, I think just no one completely knew what to expect of Jarrett Stidham. And that was kind of the sentiment that was echoed by Nick Bosa. Uh, Someone asked if the 49ers kind of underestimated Jarrett Stidham. And his answer was, yeah, I think maybe a little. Uh, Jarrett Stidham was able to complete some pretty remarkable passes and just a lot more mobile than I think was expected. He ended up having 34 rushing yards. And like I said, hit a couple of really impressive throws to Devontae Adams that um, definitely uh, allowed the Las Vegas Raiders to go shot for shot with the 49ers. Um, But again, the 49ers were able to just make the big plays when it really counted, uh, you know, the pressure by Nick Bosa. Uh, he actually had an offensive lineman go into Jarrett Stidham in that uh, overtime play. And then Tashawn Gibson was able to catch the loose ball and return it for over 50 yards and set the 49ers up for the win. Um, so they were able to make the big plays when it counted, but uh, definitely Jarrett Stidham had a, a really great game as well. I mean, he had a, over 100-plus uh, passer rating and threw two touchdowns. I think he went like 23 of 34 on passes for uh, over 300 yards. So, I mean, definitely hats off to Jarrett Stidham. He had a really solid game. Here's linebacker Fred Warner on the defense's performance in Week 17. You know, as much as I hate to say that we needed this, I want us to to dominate in all in all facets of the game every single time we step out there. But um, you know, adversity makes you stronger, and 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 we're we're as tough as they come. We're going to take a hard look at it, and we'll be better from it. A couple of guys went down on Sunday. What were some of the injuries from the game? Yeah, definitely not a ton of injuries, which we are happy about. Unfortunately, offensive lineman Aaron Banks uh, did go down with a knee injury. And now nothing is confirmed, but we did hear from head coach Kyle Shanahan post game. He said that initial reports are kind of leaning towards an MCL sprain. And then also linebacker Dre Greenlaw in the second half suffered a back injury. He just kind of got caught in a pileup. Um, so, both of those guys will have further evaluations today on Monday, um, and then we'll hear from the head coach later this afternoon. I'm hoping that we'll have some updates there. Well, this win had some big implications to playoff seating. Can you talk about what the playoff picture looks like now heading into week 18? Yes, the playoff picture looks a little bit different now with the Uh, 49ers win, obviously a huge part in this, but also with the Minnesota Vikings loss and the Philadelphia Eagles loss yesterday. Now the 49ers have positioned themselves as the number two seed in the NFC. And because Philly has not locked up that number one position, the one seed top seed in the NFL that comes with a bye week and home field advantage that is also still up for grabs. A couple things need to happen uh, in order to have a shot at that. So we'll see how it all shakes out. But for now, 
the number two seed in the NFC belongs to the San Francisco 49ers. We love to see it. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Don't forget to check out the 49ers You've Got Mail podcast on all platforms to hear exclusive one-on-one interviews with 49ers players, staff, and alumni. For more information on the latest team updates, check out the news on 49ers.com. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify, and you can hear from us again on Wednesday morning. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah.